Hi everybody, it's Brittany here. I just wanted to talk to you guys about the power of your thoughts. I mean, I just have it on my mind. I went to a work conference over the past couple of days. It was a self-leadership conference and we talked about a lot of things. And, you know, this person will remain nameless, but I... I was sent with a coworker and I just wanted to talk about this because the power of our thoughts is incredible. Just I mean it's amazing to me that we were being fed, being poured into all this information about self-leadership, about how to have power over your thoughts and positive thinking and we're in this class for eight hours, two days. But every time we would emerge from the class, the craziest thing to me was we're in Nashville. Nashville's a pretty fun place. And this coworker of mine, nothing came out of her mouth that was not negative. Every single thing. It's even when she's talking and like, in passing, trying to have a conversation, it was negative. And it's just one of the things that we learned in class really related to what was going on there. We have to control our dominant thoughts. We have a conscious mind. That is what we are deciding to put our shoes on with, deciding to eat with, whatever else, just simple decisions. You make conscious decisions when you make a goal, but sometimes they're not always as elaborate as that. Sometimes it's as simple as walking. You make a conscious decision to walk. But we do have a subconscious. And even though we don't form thoughts completely all the time of what's going on in our subconscious mind, our subconscious is always running. And so when we're thinking of these negative things, they're constantly running in the back of our mind. Like, Have you ever, I guess, thought of something that you knew that you knew the answer to and all day long, you're like, I wonder what, I know I know this. I know I know this. Your mind is running subconsciously. And have you ever noticed that later on that day, maybe five, six hours later, Boom. The answer comes to you out of nowhere. You're not even thinking about it or you don't think so. But your subconscious mind is running. Your subconscious mind runs when you're asleep. That's why sometimes things will come to you in the middle of the night. I mean, it is the Lord, obviously, working through the mind that he's given us. But it's it's the way that the mind is designed. It's really quite amazing. But so we are always thinking these thoughts. And I mean, if we've begun with a negative thought and it's replaying, it's repetitive, repetitive. I mean, what is that going to do to us? It's going to change our patterns. It's going to change how we are, how we act. And the reason why I feel so bad about this whole just situation. And of course, I didn't bring it up to the girl or anything like that. Um. I just, anytime she would say a negative thing, I would try to say a positive thing. And eventually it got to where it was just like, that wasn't even working. So I just remained silent. And so I really think that she kind of saw it 
Um, you know, maybe she had some realization there on her part. But the thing is, is with a lot of people, because it's subconscious, because it's so ingrained in them, because it's become a habit, the negative thinking, they don't even realize that they're doing it. And so the first thing that we have to do is just, and we all do it. I think we've all been there. A thought occurred to me, um, sorry, I'm getting off track, but the first thing that we have to do is admit that there's a problem. But the thought did occur to me when I was thinking in class, you know, this guy's teaching us all this great stuff and my spirit is grieved because I'm having to spend time with this person that is determined to not have a good time, determined to have a miserable time when, I mean, I'm a single mom. I have been excited about this work trip for weeks. I've been talking about it to her. You know, I've been excited about it because it was just some time to work on myself, become better in my field. And with this unique class, we got to work on ourselves personally as well, which I really enjoyed. But my spirit is grieved because I've been around negative thinking, um, negative speech, just, I mean, I completely was... I was upset because I thought to myself, like, here's this great class and I'm in this great city and there's so much I could be getting out of it. And here I am, like, letting this affect me. So I pulled myself up out of that. Um, Luckily, we had some time apart because he had us sit with new people um, to kind of get acquainted with with the other people that were there. And so it was really good. It was good to have some perspective from that, but we have the power, like we have the power over our mind. I have the power to say, I'm not going to let this ruin what I could be taking in from this, but I definitely did see that negativity is contagious. It so is. I was in the best mood. I was super excited to be there. And by day two, I was ready to quit my job. I'm like, none of this matters. I don't even want to hear this. I'm going to have to go and be at work with this person tomorrow. I'm going to have to go after this being in in close quarters with this person and just my spirit being so grieved, it's going to be no different tomorrow. I'm going back into work tomorrow. I could have had a renewed respect perspective and yet I'm going back into work tomorrow and I'm going to be by this person and it's going to grieve my spirit even more. But then the thought occurred to me as well. We've been talking about in class, unlimited potential. Our teacher explained to us that Everyone has unlimited potential. And I was thinking it through, thinking it through. My subconscious mind was running. And the thought occurred to me, and I knew it was the Lord, because I was just thinking about all the things that this girl had done to ruin, just ruin our time. And I thought, she's the worst. I just thought that to myself. I was like, she is the absolute worst. But then I started to think about that unlimited potential and I started to relate that to how the Lord brings unlimited potential out of us. I mean, it's not just a flat phrase. 
we have unlimited potential through Christ because he changes us. He makes us our best. He molds us into our best. And I thought, me thinking that she's the worst, I thought to myself, and I know it was Jesus. I thought, so were you before you met Jesus. So I think that the message here is just, you know, I I never, even before that thought occurred to me, I wasn't unkind to her. I tried my best, but I did struggle with my feelings and my thoughts inside because, I mean, it wasn't just the negativity. It was, she was rough speaking. And a lot of times it's, um, you think that it's you, but it's not. It's something going on with the person. And so, I mean, I was really bothered, but I didn't, I didn't do anything ugly, say anything ugly to her. But it just really reiterated with me when, when the Lord said, you know, I thought you're the worst. And the Lord said, so were you before you met Jesus. So I got up, had a bathroom break and I went in that bathroom and I repented because what was I doing? I'm not helping the situation. Obviously she's hurting, hurting people, hurt people. I used to be that girl. I forgot that I used to be that girl. So just, I mean, it's been so long and it seems like eons ago, but I used to be that girl so unhappy and, and just so negative and just, I didn't see it. We don't see ourselves when, until we meet Christ. And then we can see ourselves from his perspective when he's ready, when he knows that we're ready he, and he's ready to reveal it to us. And, and so just knowing that I have unlimited potential. The Lord saw that in me. She does too. And I think the thing is, is they just, people that are in that situation and they don't see themselves yet. They know that they're miserable. It's underlying. It's in their sub, subconscious. But they have not come to the terms with, hey, I'm miserable and this is why. I'm thinking negatively. I am, you know, constantly complaining. I don't value others. I am self-centered. You know, they don't see that. They don't see that they are making themselves miserable. But they need to be pointed to Jesus. Because that's the only way any of us can see That's the only way any of us can see past ourselves. The only way that any of us can see past ourselves is by looking through the Lord's eyes, by letting him reveal to us what's really going on. But we talked about um, dominant thoughts. And... Since my mind was on what was going on with her, I kind of thought like, well, her dominant thoughts are not in the right place, you know, and really when in that moment of conviction, I just, I thought to myself, I'm having negative dominant thoughts towards her. And we learned that that is a chain reaction. When you have negative dominant feelings towards another person, it is felt by them. And it has a shift. Just as our words have power, I believe that our thoughts have power. They have power over your perception of the situation. 
they have power over the atmosphere of a situation. And so, whether or not her thoughts were dominantly negative is not my problem. If I see a problem and I'm part of the problem, I can fix the problem. My thoughts toward her were dominantly negative. And so I just asked the Lord to help pull me up out of it and just to put myself in her shoes and to to wonder, I guess, what could be going on with her, you know? Maybe she's going through something. Try to be understanding. In which I never voiced that I wasn't, but maybe she needed something from me in that moment. And, and maybe just me remaining, you know, unscathed, remaining positive in that moment, maybe that was enough to just show her that it doesn't always have to be that way. And I maybe said to her just a few times, um, I wouldn't worry about it or there's nothing you can do about it. You know, in this moment, there's no needing adding a moment of worry to your life, you know, when there's nothing you can do about it. When, When she would be complaining about things, that's what I would say. And so I'm just hoping that maybe she got through to that and I just wanted to go over another thing um with our thoughts and you know I I do believe that our thoughts have power obviously our words have power the word of God says that our words have power um you know it says that the words of the Lord's mouth will not come back void so we know that you know words have been established as a powerful thing and you know Jesus is the word you know he was with the Lord from the beginning of time and he was the word so I would like to just kind of go over how affirmations work Um, they're really good for when you're in a situation like I was in today because people like that tend to be a little critical well uh, not a little a lot like a hovering helicopter critical um and it just it just makes you feel so bad about yourself and I think that's kind of what was going on with me when I did start to feel the grieving in my spirit I was just I was just tired of being in that so one thing that you can do to pull yourself out of those thoughts and not have others that are in the negativity bring you down with them is affirmations you would just picture in your mind like what you want to be and and how the Lord sees you and kind of just just to get yourself there picture the best you that you could possibly be and be that and it doesn't hurt to say these things whatever your fear is like for me or you know whatever that little panging thing is that you that thought that you just keep having that's running in your subconscious you know it's almost even like a feeling like looming over you whatever it is to counteract it for me it was I felt in that moment that she felt that I was incapable and not good enough for my job. Um, you know, that I was not as capable as her. 
So my affirmation would be, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can. I am capable. Through the Lord, I am capable. So just something even as simple as that. Um, And when you feel like I did, I mean... And it's not even just, you know, it's any type. It's any personality type like that seems to make me feel that way. Um, Overly critical, judgmental. I start to feel like I'm less than. And to counteract that, I would just say, I am the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. You know, we just go to scripture or you can even come up with your own affirmation Like, even if you think, well, okay, I'm not good at podcasts. Look in the mirror. If you want to be good at podcasts, tell yourself, I am great at podcasts. I'm great at talking to people. People love to listen to me. It can be super simple stuff. And just said repeatedly over time, those get in our subconscious. Those keep working. And then you become what you are looking to be you become a better version of yourself you hold yourself accountable because you've been saying these things to yourself and it changes you and that's that's a great way to start I mean um you know just writing out goals about you know things that you want to achieve in your life that always helps um Because we're thinking positively. We're thinking about the good, you know. And um, not vague goals either. Just write out very detailed, like, how you're going to get there. Get yourself thinking about it. Get yourself excited about it. Just keep your your mind on things above and, and the things that the Father has planned out for us, you know. And it helps to take some time out to... To be creative with your affirmations. Like, maybe you want to write some post-its and just put them all over your house. Maybe some scriptures. Maybe a scripture posted in your car. A scripture in the form of an affirmation, you know. Um, Be creative. Even a vision board. A vision board, like, of you Being great, doing something great in the Lord or, you know, whatever it is your desire to do, put it in front of you so that you don't forget about it. Don't put it in a corner. You're shaping how you want your life to be. Your thoughts shape how you want your life to be. They're the core. The core to success is an optimal, sorry, An optimal mental attitude, confidence and esteem, responsibility and ownership. That is the majority of what it takes to be successful. Another bit of that is coming out of your comfort zone and being able to focus and having goal direction. Your skills are the least part of that. They can always be obtained, but you have got to start with your thoughts and beliefs. You move on to getting the actions and skills after the thoughts and beliefs, and then you get results from your goals. 
that you've been working towards, and then you achieve success. You will never be successful with a negative attitude. I hate to say it, but a lot of greatness is squandered in that way. What is so sad about this girl is she's amazing at work. We tell her that all the time and she knows, I mean, she is like a wizard at work. Just the way that she is so efficient, but her mental attitude and her attitude even towards the company and just towards everyone and everything. It can't be like that. It fundamentally begins with your mind. So, just with this in reference as a story, hopefully I didn't go on and on about it. It was it was a frustrating trip, but it taught me a lot. Just we have to get control over our minds, guys, before anything else. Because you cannot receive if your mind is not in the right place. You can't receive and you can't learn. It all begins with the mind. It begins with a good mental attitude, confidence and esteem, responsibility and ownership. Okay? So I am asking that you guys would just begin with your mind. Starting in the morning when you wake up, just try it and just see what a difference it will make in your day and make in the lives of others. Because as we've talked about and as is demonstrated in this trip, your dominant thoughts, your negative dominant thoughts and your positive dominant thoughts affect not only you, but those that you're around as well. I hope that this helped you to get your mind on track, and I'll speak to you soon.